Hello there and welcome back to episode number two of Commanding Cryptically, the only podcast that casts for one you, 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 and caters to you. That's right, you the listener. Alright, I'm here this week, ready to break down a new sweet and spicy brew. New brew, look at that rhyme. I'm a poet. Yeah. So, the the deck I'm trying to I'm gonna break down today is a personal favorite of mine, uh, because um, as you guys will learn, I am a avid fanatic of Is It Blix like style. Of course, the original Is It Blix being from Popper, uh, where you buff up a kiln fiend really big or a Nifix Cyclops really big. I I had that deck built for a while, but now I've gotten to a more pyromancy-oriented one. But anyway, that doesn't really matter. I am just in love with Is It Spells decks. Oh yeah, by the way, yes they are. I'm a, I don't know what they are though. I'm a spells, probably. <sighs> I'm digressing so hard. Um, anyhow, this is a new take on one of my decks, and a decently competitive deck. It's sort of a new take on Blue-Red Pyromancer or Blue-Red Delver without Pyromancers or Delvers. This is Blue-Red Nix That, named so because of a flagship Phoenix at its start. Now, uh, this deck is for modern. There aren't too many um, uh, phoenixes that are playable in modern, but still, you guys must be wondering: is it is it rekindling phoenix? Is it Chandra's phoenix? Well, I want to say you guys are completely wrong. Sorry about that. This is and props to anyone who gets it correct. I bet you will. It's a popular phoenix. This is an arc light phoenix deck. So, for those of you who don't know, it's a fairly card, spoil, uh, that just came out in Guilds of Ravnica. Um, uh, it is three and a red for a 3-2 Flying Haste Phoenix at Mythic Rare from Guilds of Ravnica. Creature Phoenix, Arclight Phoenix. You might be thinking, well, that card's pretty horrible. Why wouldn't you just play Snare Falter? It's, it's generic. It's a mini deck. But, as uh, as all Phoenixes do, it has a Rebirth ability. This one being uh, special and quite similar to Chandra's Phoenix. This is, at the beginning of combat on your turn, if you cast three or more... Uh, sorry for that ruffle. Um... If you cast three or more instant or sorcery spells this turn, you return it uh, from your graveyard to the battlefield. Uh, this is as this is special because uh, because it triggers at the beginning of combat and has haste, so it just pops out, beaks in right away. You get yourself a free hasty beater. Bonnie Beater, Smashy Beater Boy. Really, what else do I have to say? 
By the way, I'm sorry for the background noise. My brother is uh, playing right now. Actually, no, he's not. He has popped into the room and is grinning like a maniac <laughs> and is stealing my balloon. Sorry Double about that. balloon, you mean? <laughs> Okay, great. It's a double balloon. So, um, the thing that's good about Arc White Phoenix, oh, fine. don't yeah. rip it, please. please. It's your new door, so if people don't, they can see the door. Okay, that has been a moment of craziness with Mr. Milo, but now we get back to a normally scheduled thing. I am so sorry for that interruption. Um, thing that's good about Arclight Phoenix is that in modern, there are plenty of play ways to get into the graveyard, which, uh, means that if you build your deck around it, you can have, like, a 3-2 flying haste on turns one or two, maybe even two, which is pretty insane and closes out the game quite quickly. Okay. So now, after a short break, I'm going to begin breaking down You Are Nix That for Modern. Alright, and now we are back. And I am going to begin breaking down You Are Nix That. See what I did there? Phoenix, Nyx, Ha. I'm probably the only one who's laughing. It's a horrible joke. I need better deck names. Anyhow, on to you are next lap. Arclight Phoenix Combo Reanimator Deck Slash Spells Deck Modern. So, I'm gonna start by breaking down the main creatures in the deck. Four Arclight Phoenix, four Prized Amalgam, three Baglam Reveler, and three Monastery Swift Spear. So I'm gonna start by talking about the flagship card for the deck, uh, the card the deck's named after, Arclight Phoenix. So I've already described this uh, card before, but just a quick overview of what it can do. When I can dump it in my graveyard, I can quickly bring it back, given the number of cheap uh, in instant sorceries in here, uh, in this deck. So what's interesting is one's a decent threat. It's the equivalent to having a hasty Delver of Secrets on turn one. So. Speaking up the clock there by about one turn against Delver, maybe two, as a Delver, so better there, but with more work to go around. However, if I can dump two in with, like, a Faithless Looting, then I'm in really, really, really good shape. Because once those come back, it's really uh, hard to be. I'm using really a lot, aren't I? So the bad thing about Arclight Phoenix is that its foils uh, are actually probably pretty expensive, but its counters 
its foils, its counters, uh, happen to be uh, the most play, one of the most plague removal spells, Path to Exile, and all graveyard hate that they might have lying around, which is annoying. However, uh, Path to Exile giving us an extra land, uh, sorry about that thump, uh, giving us an extra land means that uh, we can play even more cantrips and then even more phoenixes and hopefully keep going off, but that might just be a pipe dream. I'm not sure. Next, I'm going to break down uh, maybe the second most important card, which is four prized amalgam. Uh, prized amalgam is one UB for a 3-3 three, three, that at the beginning of your end step if a creature you can uh if a creature entered the battlefield from your graveyard this turn it returns itself as well so this is my uh it's arclight phoenix's best friend cantrip 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 here's an arclight phoenix here's a prized amalgam here's six power to deal with split over two bodies with flying deal with that have fun opponent yeah Pretty sick value. <laughs> so, that's pretty deadly. Uh, another thing I forgot to mention about Arclight Phoenix and Prized Amalgam is that if the deck goes long game, which would probably uh, put it at a huge disadvantage, but if it does, they're really good uh, blockers because I, can, I just keep having this army. And eventually, John Tarab, or Junk or Abzan or whatever is gonna run out of removal, is gonna run out of creatures. I have an infinite creature supply, so long as I can just keep casting my, uh, my cantrips, so I can eventually overpower them there, although that is not, that is probably, I've probably a, a B of a, eight of a, of plan A, and, uh, D minus on plan B, so eek. Um next uh uh key engine card uh is our three copies of Bedlam Reveler. This is six RR for a three four with prowess that I always think has flying in haste, but it does not. Um uh, and it yeah. And it costs one less to cast for each instant or sorcery in your graveyard. And when it enters the battlefield, discard your hand and draw three cards. This is Arclight Phoenix's best friend, because often I'm casting it for one, uh, for RR, or one RR. Uh, just to be clear, I use the designer, uh, the designer abbreviations. W is white, U is blue, B is black, R is red, G is green, just for reference. Um, uh, and then I drop it. It's a huge threat that cannot be bolted, and cannot be pushed, cannot be decayed. So uh, and has an ETB effect, so removal's sort of bad against it anyhow. And, and dumps all my phoenixes and my amalgams in my graveyard, and gives me a whole new hand to cast with and reanimate. So it's a key piece of the deck. Uh, finally, in terms of creatures, I run three Monastery Swift Spear. Uh, this is a pretty iconic card. 
R for one, two, haste, prowess. Simple. Um, uh, this lets me play a more aggro game plan. And as I found out in playtesting with my uh, spell stack is that when you have two or three, when you have two or three of these out, all your cantrips get additional shocks and additional bolts, and it's really hard to, uh, to win against two or three, even three swift spears. Although it seems hard to get swift spears when you run three swift spears and you need three swift spears, but that's just a random upside for them. They're just general value, good. Fast, efficient leaders. So that is the 14 creatures. Four Arclight Phoenix, four Prized Amalgam, three Bagline Mavler, and three Monastery Swift Spear. So now I'm going to move into two cards only, but two cards that make it all happen. These are the cards that let me get Phoenix. Uh, an amalgam in my graveyard and fuel my backline revelers. These are a playset each of Thought Scour and Faithless Looting. Thought Scour is you, instant, target player mills two, so it puts the top two cards of their deck and of their library into their graveyard, and then you draw a card. So this really helps us speed up, is a good, is a good cantrip, Dumps plenty of spells into the yard and plenty, hopefully plenty of phoenixes and amalgams. Best of luck to you. And it's good with uh, serum visions because that lets you set it up. Next is Faithless Looting, another four of. This is R for a sorcery. Draw two, then discard two with flashback of two R so you can cast it from your graveyard for two R. Then exile it. So, um, yeah, this card does the same thing that Font Scour does and gives us good card selection. Additional upside is that if it's been by Thought Scour Bedline Reveler, we can always flash it back and sometimes just flash it back even more, adding another spell to the mouth and powering us up in the game. Yeah. So for uh, for enablers, that is four Thought Scour and four Faithless Looting. Also, they're just good general use cards. Next is the spells that let us drop our Phoenixes on turns one and two. Lots and lots of free spells here. We have four Gut Shot, three Mutagenic Growth, and four Monomorphos. So I'm going to start with right, my playset of gut shots. So this is Phyrexian R uh, for an instant. So you can either pay R or pay two life and it deals one damage to target creature or player. So this is a um, kills pesky delvers, kills hierarch, kills a bunch of things. Even Grim Lava Mancer if you're going deep. Um, and pings the opponent too. And lets us speed up our Arc Light Phoenixes very fast. Well, they already are fast. They have haste, but I mean the other way. 
Um, next is three Mutal Dragon Growth. This is Phyrexian Green Mana for an instant target creature gets plus two plus two until end of turn. So this is good at buffing our Arclight Phoenixes out of bolt range to five four flying hastes, which are terrifying. And if our opponent has a creature, maybe we're lucky and we drop a Swift Spear. It also helps us reanimate our Arclight Phoenix. However, it has to target a creature and not a player, which means it's a lot less reliable. And we can be two for one on it. Yeah. And finally, I have four Monomorphos. This is one in a hybrid red-green, so it can be paid with one red or one green. Uh, and it is add two mana of any, one, of any color to your mana pool. Draw a card. So this just cycles itself in mana and card-wise is a huge innate, is huge, speeds up our stuff, fixes our mana, mana even, does lots of good things. So our free spells are four gut shot, three mana character, and four monomorphos. So those spells are going to help us get our Arclight Phoenixes online. Now I'm going to break down the rest of the spells. So these are mostly cantrips with the exception of one. You probably guessed it. I'll get two. Actually, I'll get to it right now. I have two Lightning Bolt. Obviously, you know what this does, but I'm just going to say it. Our instant deal three damage to target creature or player. This is uh, it's our only piece of removal aside from gut shot in the main. Uh, helps uh helps us poke through damage. I cannot tell you how awesome top decking that lethal bolt is. It's so 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 sweet. Um. Uh, <laughs> And helps us clear away pesky blockers. Um, yeah. Not much to say. It's an insane card. So, um, next on our list, I have three Serum Visions. Another ubiquitous modern card, but I'll, again, just read it all. Just because it's you for sorcery. Draw a card, then scry two. Different from Preordain. Um, anyhow, so this, what this lets us do is set up our Thought Scours and Faithless Lootings so that we don't just hit garbage. And it's also a good general use cantrip. Advice, uh, play this on the first few turns of the game to set up. Then play the next card, uh, Sleight of Hand, on the later games, uh, turns to dig. I found that's the best. Um, uh, next, I spoiled it. No intro. Two slide of hand. Uh, you, sorcery, look at the top two cards of your library, put one into your hand and the other on the bottom. This is good card selection. This is Preordain's baby brother. Uh, this is... Uh, just, just, uh, can I do I risk in the graveyard, but then I can do it. Okay. And that's it, yeah. Uh, two bolt. 
two three versions, two sleight of hand, and those are all the spells. Now I'm gonna break down the lands. Uh, just simple stuff. Don't really need to repeat it. Four spire bluff canal, four steam vents, one desolate lighthouse, four sulfur falls, two island, two mountain, three scalding turn. Only thing of note here is the desolate lighthouse, affectionately called loot house, which uh, taps add a C or one UR tap, draw a card and discard a card. This gives us late game reach and fuels our graveyard shenanigans. Alright, before I move into the sideboard, I'm gonna quickly recap the deck. Forgive me if you're just listening for fun and don't want to build, but gotta do this. We have four Arclight Phoenix, four Prized Amalgam. I'm gesturing the numbers with my hands, but I realize you can't see me. It's so embarrassing. Uh, four Thought Scour, four Faithful Saluting, three Bedline Reveler, four Gut Shot, three Metagenic Growth, two Lightning Bolt, three Serum Visions, two Sleight of Hand, three Monastery Swift Spear, four Spire Bluff Canal, four Steam Vents, one Desolate Lighthouse slash Loot House, um, uh, four Sulfur Falls, two Island, two Mountain, three Scalding Turn. Phew, that is the main board for you are next up. I'm going to take a we're moving into Cyborg. Yeah. So, guys, please, uh... Last leg of the cast here. We have the sideboard. Kaboo. <laughs> and then me. And then my brother's got a special thing to say. But we're going to save that for the end, my guy. Wait a little longer, okay? Yeah, so on the sideboard, we have... So let's start with three Spell Pierce. Spell Pierce is an instant for you that counters a non-creature spell unless it's controller pays two. Uh, these are our only counters in the main and the side, the, or the side. They are good if we're going up against control. They're cheap, efficient, and, ev and if we really need to, we can counter our own spells with them. It's not that hard, guys. Just super, hey super card disadvantage. That is my crazy brother. He's, uh, he's actually not crazy at all. Um, sorry. Uh, and he is a little impatient. He's gonna do a quick plug for his cast after I finish this. Alright, next in the sideboard we have two wandering funeral. This is a land that enters the battlefield tapped. Taps to add red or blue to your mana pool. And for two you are, uh, it becomes a 1-4 elemental, blue, red, blue and red elemental creature uh, until end of turn. With zero, switch this creature's power and toughness until end of turn. Milo, stop making noise. Okay. You'll get your turn soon enough. Okay. Um, so we bring this in for... Some lands like a canal or a falls or whatever, and gives us 
excellent late game maneuverability. That four power is awesome. And what your opponent really needs to treat it like a four four, which is quite interesting. I love the shenanigans you can do with it. Also, this is completely unrelated, but if you can give it first strike, it's a literal four four with first strike, which is good. Still not on the level of, say, a Raging Ravine or a Celestial Colonnade, but still good. Uh, next up, we have two Dismember. As I mentioned, we don't have much removal. And against a deck where Pain Life won't just, like, annihilate us, because we already have the Gut Shot and the Growths, um, uh, like a mid-rangey deck, uh, the Dismember can come in and give us lots of mana advantage. Uh, very cheap, very awesome. In fact, uh, there's only two cards here that don't cost a virtual one or less. Um, um, next up, we have three Shattering Spree. This is my nod to Lantern Control. And, oh yes, what does Dismember do? Dismember is an instant for one Phyrexian block, Phyrexian block. It's three mana law, two of it Phyrexian block. Target creature gets minus five, minus five until end of turn. Alright, Shattering Spree. Shattering Spree is R for an instant, destroy target artifact, and it has replicate R, so you can basically cast as many copies as you want. So this is my, as I said before, this is my nod to artifact-based decks, Lantern Control, Affinity, KCI, what have you. It's a good and versatile, can be one mono when I need to reanimate my phoenixes quickly, can be... Four mana when it's in the late game and I'm blowing up a lantern of insight and an ensnaring bridge. Milo, that's noise. What? It's not live. Okay, fine. Alright, and also in the sideboard, I have one lightning bolt uh, just to bolster my removal count. I have two Tormog's Crypt, which is zero for an artifact. Sacrifice, uh, exile target player's graveyard. Um, uh, so this is my nod to, uh, to graveyard-based decks. Uh, a Leyline, uh, if you're, uh, thinking about changing things, a uh, Leyline of the Void is also a possible include. But I went with the just cheaper, safer option. Also, since Tormog's Crypt is free, it adds to our prowess count for Reveler and Swift Spear, so it is definitely the better choice over uh leyline of the void which actually has the same initials of lilian of the veil conspiracy um uh, all right and the, the final cards on the sideboard are two pyroclasm which wrecks havoc against affinity and other creature decks and elves and stuff um it does uh, it doesn't kill much of what we have here. Uh, Swift Spear gets pumped so it survives. Amalgam and Reveler just naturally survive. And Arclight Phoenix dies, but then will be reanimated because I'm casting it as a spell. So for you, those who don't know, Pyroclasm is 1R for a sorcery that deals 2 damage to each creature. And that is the end of You Are Nyx That. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you soon. But before I leave, uh, let's turn to my brother for an ad 
a little plug for his podcast. So, my guy, what's the name of your podcast? Liga. Liga. So he's just pronouncing it in weird ways right now. So his podcast called La Bundesliga. Mago, what's your podcast about? That's not what it's about. U T I L A G A. That's 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 uh that's a lot that's a lot but 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 what's it about you silly boy soccer in bundes and la liga wow cool it's really cool how many people have listened to it already 102 so guys you hear that 102 listeners may sound like a lot but it can clearly be more uh so guys Go out there. Maybe there's one soccer fan listening to this. Maybe there's two. Let's go out there and make that 102 a 103. A 103. Let's make that a 104. Let's make that heck a thousand. Thank you, Milo, for your short ad. And now I am going to finish up here. This has been the second episode of Commanding Cryptically. Please like, listen. I guess you're already doing that. And subscribe, uh, leave a review, and I will see you all next.